I bet you've heard someone say, I just can't get comfortable in my own skin. Perhaps you've said it yourself at one time or another. I know I, know I have. Uh, we're most likely to say it or hear it when we're uncomfortable with something in our life, something we feel ill-equipped or unwilling to address, when we don't quite fit the expectations we place on ourselves, or, or when we're caught up comparing ourselves with others. We just don't seem to fit. We might even want to shrink back a bit, hoping others won't notice our condition. It can be lonely to feel this way, even in the midst of family and friends and community. The big, important, growing shifts in our lives often begin with the awareness that we're no longer comfortable in our own skin, that something, something has got to change. But when we respond by hoping the circumstances of our lives will change, rather than looking for changes within, we might say we're living a skin-level life. We want what the nine lepers wanted. We want new skin, comfortable skin. We want to be accepted and approved of by others. We want the priests in our lives, all those people to whom we give power and authority, to declare us clean, to tell us everything is just fine. If today's gospel statistics are any indication, then 90% of us live life at a skin level. That is, we live on the surface in a, world of, in a world of appearances. At skin level, our view of life is mostly determined by whether life is going our way and whether we get what we want. Life is very much exteriorized. That's not to suggest that Skin-level life is easy or pain-free. To the, to the contrary, life at that level feels mostly like day-to-day -day survival. Living like that is rarely peaceful, and it often leaves us feeling as if something is missing. More than anything else, skin-level life seeks to be comfortable, physically, emotionally, spiritually, socially, financially, comfortable. There's nothing wrong with being comfortable. Nothing that is until we choose to settle for being comfortable rather than moving to a deeper place, a deeper way of seeing, relating, and living. Sometimes comfort can insulate us from the reality of life and the presence of God. Looking back at our gospel statistics, it seems that only about 10% of us, in this case one in 10 lepers, are willing to move in a new direction, to seek a wholeness that cannot be found in mere comfort. For most of us, when life gets uncomfortable, when things do not go our way and we do not get what we want or expect, we, we begin to seek relief. We want the pain to stop and the situation to change or to go away. And too often we look for quick and easy solutions, something that will make us comfortable once again, something that will allow us to go back to life the way it was before. That, if you will, is the life of a leper. That is life at skin level. The ten lepers in today's gospel have no family, no companionship, 
accept each other, no work, no temple. They are shunned and excluded. Should anyone come close, they would be required to cry out, unclean, unclean. Having to live like that, when they cry out, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us, I can imagine them hoping for only the simplest, most immediate relief, a crust of bread, a drink of water, a blanket, maybe a kind word, something, anything, just for a moment to feel real, feel alive, feel like a human being. To live like that is to live each day in search of simple relief. I know that search. I bet you do too. Regardless of our skin condition, we know what it is like to be a leper. We may not have lived under the same conditions as the lepers of Jesus' time, but we could each tell a story about a time when we just could not get comfortable in our own skin. And that is the leprosy we experience today. Today's leprosy, for our purposes here today, is not a medical condition or a legal status. It is rather a spiritual condition. It is leprosy of the heart, leprosy of the will. Its symptoms have nothing to do with our skin. Instead, they are things like perfectionism, gluttony, anger, pride, boredom, gossip the need for control or approval, fear, being judgmental, restlessness, excessive busyness, grudges, prejudice, jealousy, condemnation, addiction, indifference to the effects of climate change. Leprosy of the heart and will distorts how we see and relate to God, to the world, to others, and even to our truest, deepest selves. It keeps life at a superficial level. And these symptoms, what the early church mothers and fathers called passions, reveal a deeper discontent. But as long as we deal with them at the level of skin, seeking cleanness rather than wholeness, we can never truly be made well. This sort of leprosy can convince us that a declaration of cleanness is the most we can hope for. So we settle for being comfortable rather than being changed. We seek relief rather than wholeness. We desire something from Jesus more than we desire Jesus himself. That is life at the skin level. That is where we tend to live. It's where the lepers in today's gospel have lived. Nine of the ten will settle for a declaration of cleanness. But there is that one who is able to look below the surface, who sees more than clean skin, more than new skin. One leper, the Samaritan, looks past the exterior illusions of new skin. He sees a deeper reality and understands that healing is an interior condition. It's about the heart more than the skin. It's about the will more than the skin. If he wants the healing and wholeness that Jesus offers, he will have to turn around and go in a direction different from the other nine. 
And he does. While nine lepers celebrate new skin, one leper celebrates the creator and restorer of new skin. While nine lepers hear the priests say, you are clean, one leper hears Jesus say, get up and go on your way. Your faith has made you well. If today's gospel statistics are any indication, then 90% of us live life at a skin level much of the time. Jesus offers so much more. He desires more for us than we desire for ourselves. And what Jesus does for one, Jesus does for all. We're not ten made clean, but the other nine, where are they? Was none of them found to return and give praise to God except this foreigner? It is not a rebuke. It is an invitation, an invitation to open ourselves to an outpouring of God's free-flowing mercy, a balm to the wounded soul, a strengthening tonic to bolster courageous and wholehearted living, and the deep relief and stability that comes from knowing we are loved from the inside out. When we open ourselves to receive that mercy deeply, we find that we are truly at home in our flesh, the flesh Christ shares with us as the body of Christ. And we find our own lives to be vessels of mercy, healing, and reconciliation in the world. It is together that we are made whole. Amen. Mm. Amen.